I am bringing back a guest that I've had on before, Laura Strachan. She's actually one of my second half spark school students. And I'm bringing her on because she was on the retreat. She was actually helping immensely. She We stayed together at an Airbnb I rented uh, with two of my, well, I call them my peer mentors. They are students who have had incredible transformations and have mastered the work and they help me. They help me with my students who come in and uh, I wanted to reward them with the trip and the retreat and I wanted to spend some extra quality time with them. And so we all coordinated our trip to get there on the same day. We went out early and we drove, rented a car, drove to Sedona together, drove around uh, Phoenix uh, for a little while with uh, three of us while we're wait- we were waiting for the other person to fly in, went to Costco, uh, went to uh, eat lunch, get some lunch somewhere. Yeah. So we we had so much fun together. And so I wanted to have a perspective because my episode earlier this week, my last episode, was about my perspectives, my kind of lessons, takeaways from the retreat. And there are things that I think, and I wouldn't share them if I didn't think they would help you. And so they were things that I think, you know, I it was just, I was reminded of in some cases, and I was just really thankful for in other cases that I, I got these new lessons and was able to break through some, some in one case, a, a habit that I have. And so listen to that if you haven't, but that's not a mandatory to listen to this. The reason why I wanted to have Laura on is because she, I wanted number one, her, her perspective on, uh, or like her takeaways as, as somebody who was a retreat attendee, because I, she has continued to reinvent herself since I met her three years ago and just so you know her backstory quickly, she was super, super depressed. So depressed, she couldn't get out of bed. She was, which some of my students, this is their experience that, and this was around COVID. So this was 20, fall of 2020. So we were in the middle of everything. And so she was scrolling on Facebook and she saw my ad for my free training. And she had just moved from, the place she had grown up, raised her kids. She had lived there in the house that she lived in, I think 24 years is what she said. So Cincinnati, and then she moved to West Virginia. Her husband's job took her away from her home and away from her at the time. uh, She now has a granddaughter that has been born in the last three years, but away from her her kids, her grown adult kids. And how hard is that? So she was in this new place. She didn't have a job to go to to meet people. She li- it was a re- she lives in a very remote um, location. The next door neighbors have a farm, so you just can imagine how much acreage is between a neighbor. And so she joined my free training, and in fact, she joined it on I think the last day. And at the time, it was set up as kind of a five day challenge, and she did the last day of the challenge, which was action. You'll hear her talk about that, and she it forced her to get out of bed. And it was it was just an assignment. You pick the action, but you just have to take an action. It has to be something new. Expose yourself to something new. And maybe you want to do that as a just an action item from listening to this episode. 
And she she did that. She took a new action and it was incredible because it was the little step that changed everything for her. From that point forward, she never got back in bed and stayed in bed. She she was really jolted out of her depression. And after the training, she joined the Second Half Spark School and she was a good student. She did the work. She joined the calls. She got the support she needed. And she has been unstoppable, let me tell you. And she's now in the process of learning how to write a children's book. She has this calling, she said. I asked her to describe what a calling is and how it comes to you in the episode. But that's her latest thing. And so she is such a good, what I call our master of a couple of the things that I talked about in my last episode. And so I wanted her to share her perspective on those things. What makes her so good at what she does when she started in a bad place? How does she keep going? How does she keep up leveling? How does she keep expanding outside of her comfort zone, which is one of the things that I talked about, which is so important for us to do. And so, you know, and I love talking to her. She, we met for the first time. Uh, we actually traveled together And we laughed and laughed and laughed. One thing you can't help but do when you're in the company of Laura and me is you you can't not laugh. So uh, we we had a a fun time together. And my other mentors, we just we we had a lot of a lot of fun and uh, and just great connections that I'll I'll cherish um, forever, the meeting in person for the first time. Oh, and I didn't even tell this story. We should have laughed about this um, when we were talking. But one thing that happened is when we were picking up the fourth person at the airport after we had eaten and gone to Costco, I said to Laura, I said, okay, Laura, she takes all kinds of pictures. She's she, she takes so many pictures and she posts them on Facebook all the time of her adventures. And so she's taking a lot of pictures. And I said, okay, I want you to video me meeting Kim. And so when we meet, make sure you get that video clip because I want to remember it. I want to remember that moment. <laughs> so, you know, I went, we, we stopped, we picked her up a baggage. Hugged, and then closed. We had an SUV. Put this luggage in there. Got back in the car. <laughs> I asked her at some point on the two-hour drive about the video, and she went to pull it up, and it was a, a a picture, and it wasn't even a planned picture. It was like, fortunately, she got a picture. But a guess, and I've done this, I, so I am guilty of this. But yeah, the funny thing is, is and because I posted this on on my social media, don't ask, don't expect a bunch of sixty-something grandmas to get together and know what they're doing technically. Uh, we're technology challenged, and so she, I think, she pushed the wrong button. She pushed the button, but it didn't wasn't recording, so she recorded like her feet. But she was for some reason able somewhere along the way to get a photo. But again, it's not a posed photo. It's me opening the trunk or closing the trunk of the SUV. So it's not even us like arm in arm and hugging. So it was quite funny. But that is just the experience. You just kind of roll with it and you laugh about it. And that's what we did. We had a ball. 
And the funny thing is, too, is that as we drove to Sedona, every single song that was playing on the radio was like our era. It was songs that I knew all the words to. It was songs that I could like songs today. I can kind of hum them, but I don't know all the words. But these are the things that are imprinted in our memory from singing them over and over and over again when I was in like my 20s or maybe even earlier in my late teens. So it's so funny. And that radio station was programmed by the rental car. So it's nothing I searched for is we got in the rental car that was on the radio station that it was on and it lasted the whole way to Sedona. It was a whole two hours. And it's something that I'm just now realizing and remembering is that even all of the serendipitous and synchronistic things that happened to us was the radio station that was on for us was exactly for us. And isn't that incredible? So I hope you enjoy this episode. I know you'll you'll love Laura. She tends to go on tangents like me, so just warning you. So I interjected a couple of times. And but I I mean what what she does do a great job of is sharing from her heart what she does and how it's helped her life. And so any nuggets of wisdom that you can get from her to help you is super valuable. So listen in and hear from Laura herself on her retreat takeaways and in general life, how her life has up-leveled and how she keeps up-leveling. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Sparked Second Half. And I'm very excited to be talking to one of my besties. She was a student of mine. We met three years ago and uh, we just met in person and had a fabulous few days together. And we're going to go on another trip soon, but we'll get to that. I'm excited to have her back. She's been on the show a couple of times to talk, to share her story. She's got an incredible transformational story. So hi, Laura. Hi, everyone. We also have the same name, but I go by Lori, but my real name is Laura. So we had another Laura at the retreat. We had three yeah. Lauras there, but yeah, so that was fun. We had Laura S and Laura G. This is Laura S. And the reason why I asked Laura to come on today to have a conversation is because, 
well, first of all, I like her and I like talking to her, but she's so inspiring. And I thought since I had talked in my last episode about my takeaways from my recent retreat, which apply and can inspire you, the listener, it was just, you know, things I that reaffirmed what I already knew that I saw unfold in real time. And there are also things that I was able to kind of break through. And I think there are things that people need, we need to break through in order to be who we truly are and find out what it is that we're here to do. And so those were things that I, just five things that I came away from that trip having that was super valuable. And so Laura, I wanted Laura to share kind of her perspective because as a participant, and I'm not here to pitch the retreat, what I'm here to pitch because I don't even have a date, but I'm going to do another one. I'm going to, I'm going to do another one because it was so amazing. And I'm going to do it in like late spring, early summer, because I can't wait a year. But what I want to talk about is the importance of change, allowing change and not being stagnant, not allowing yourself to get in this complacency of accepting your life if you're not happy and to go after what it is that you think will get you to that transformation, be it small or be it big. And what I see, and Laura, we can talk about this is, you know, it just starts with a little, just do it, taking an action that is maybe just a little micro transformation. This is something that you do different, shake it up, and then it leads to something greater. So yeah, a lot of talking there, but I wanted to set us up for the conversation. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, About the little steps. um, I just was in yoga yesterday and Dan Harris wrote a book called 10% Happier. And sometimes it's just 10% or even like 5%. So you're just micro changing some habit in your life. And he shared about just 10% happier by just meditating. And so it was, it's a top seller. I highly recommend the book. Oh, that's Um, great. I'll put that link in the show notes. Yeah. But so basically, since I met Lori in 2020, of the fall, my life has drastically changed. And I really think we need a mentor and a coach. And Lori's been my coach. And I I was at a point where I couldn't get out of bed. I had moved to a new environment and was stuck. And I just even couldn't even move. (laughs) So when I first met her, we talked about small actions. And I went on a bike and met my neighbors and found out that I could help them. My neighbor is dyslexic. He's going to be 18 the end of the month. And he was just going on 15 when I first met him. But I've been teaching him how to read the last few years. And it's just been so meaningful. And then his family adopted 19 children. And I've been working with some of the other kids that were in foster, four foster families before they were adopted. And their family is amazing. So it's just it's a true, amazing story of transformation. And then I have a bigger picture I met somebody on the airplane in March, and I, I just goes to show you just have to be open to these things. And I met a doctor because I switched seats with a woman that wanted out of the exit row, and I like the exit row. And he likes mission trips in Belize. And it, it turned out that I had helped at a church, and I even had John Kirby's name in my phone, who's in charge of the mission trips. And 
So I'm going to be going February 1st through 8th this year or next year, 2024 to yeah, leave. Yeah. What, what I want to say too is because we talked about so many in your mm-hmm. life. And so mm-hmm. why do you think that is? That, that that was a total synchronicity. And in the guy who you switched to sit next to, didn't he know your sister yeah, or he, something? He knew my aunt who's 92. His son, her son were best friends in high school and they traveled all over Africa together. Yeah. So why so, do you think that happens, these synchronicities? I think I know, but I'd like to hear your perspective. <laughs> well, I find if I'm not attached to outcomes and I really, you know, don't know the how or the why, and then I just knew I had to help this woman. And so sometimes it's of service. She felt like she couldn't sit where she was. She wanted a window seat. So I had a window seat and I gave her mine. But then I had a greater vision of why did I switch seats? And so even though the doctor slept the whole time, I said to him when he finally woke up, it's time to get off the plane. I said, what do you do for a living? And engaged in a conversation and found out that he was a doctor and he's a plastic surgeon well-known in Cincinnati. And and then I later found out he knew my aunt. But and that's so crazy. I mean, that's so crazy that you only had this little also, like we're talking about micro changes. You have this micro like t- amount of time to connect. And you took that opportunity and and you didn't wake him up. <laughs> you let him sleep. And then you asked him after the fact. I love that because went traveling with you. So Laura and I traveled together to go to the retreat. And it was crazy because, you know, she started as a student and we've then she became somebody who worked part time in my business. She helped me get testimonials from my students. So she has come into my world and worked with me behind the scenes. So when I said I was going to do this retreat, she was totally on board. And she said, you know, can I come? Because she lives out in the middle of nowhere and she could drive, even though it was a few hours, she could drive to my house and and fly out with me and fly back with me. And so I said, sure, we can fly together. So I got so much time with her and so much, you know, one-on-one time. We also traveled when we got there for two hours with two other people that we hooked up with there. But yeah, it's, she will talk to anybody. I'm somebody who talks to strangers all the time, but Laura does it even better than me. She will strike up a conversation. She'll sing a song to a baby. Just be prepared if you ever travel with Laura. She is the friendliest person you'll ever want to meet. But I think that also opens you up to more opportunities for synchronicities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just, ever since I left your retreat, I keep having more and more synchronicities. So it's just, I really liked your retreat so much because we finally got to meet people in person and connected with all these beautiful people, but had no idea the impact that you had until we met them. And the story after story of the lives that are changed was just so impactful and the ripple effect and how, you know, this one thing you stepping into your purpose is changing all these lives. And I see that now in myself. I didn't believe in myself till I met you. And I really like your mindset and all the work that we're doing, just really shifting our mindset. And that's like huge for me, just learning how to really focus on the positive and I'm getting more positive results. And I love that, you know, watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. And then watch your actions, they become your habits. And watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Well, it's just that 
same thing. If you start with that mindset and just, so just thinking of little changes, little habits that I'm switching around. And then each 67 days that we're doing these um, affirmations, I up level, then I'm like, oh, I need to work on this next. And so I feel like I keep up leveling all the time. And you do such a good job. You keep pushing yourself. That's one of the things I talked about in my last episode when I, the five things, and there was two things in particular that I thought I need to have Laura on to have a conversation with her because she is a master at these two things. And I also want to, and I'll link up to your initial episode and your other episode. Cause I mean, it's been fun because I've been keeping abreast of your journey all along, but you can hear her full story probably in the first one that you joined with and how depressed she was. And she got to meet my husband and, and my dog <laughs> laying here right next to me. So that was a treat. But it was so funny because my husband has no idea what I do. He hasn't been in any of my classes, but he he knows what I do, but he doesn't know the impact and he hasn't seen the women that I've helped. And so it was his first experience actually meeting somebody in person of somebody who has had this huge transformation. And so Laura sat down and started to talk to him and said and described what her life was like and how depressed and how she couldn't get out of bed. He couldn't believe it. He's like, you couldn't, he hadn't, he couldn't imagine a Laura that wasn't the bubbly, positive, go get them, you know, onto the next adventure type of person. So I wanted to mention that because it is remarkable and it's easy to forget how bad it was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, so going back to the, you know, the two things that I think you're a master of. One is, and this will speak to kind of what you just did after our retreat, is that you constantly pushing yourself in a place of not knowing of which is uncomfortable for most people, scary for a lot of people, but you're constantly pushing the envelope for like opportunities and possibilities. So why, why, how do you do that? How do you do that? Number one, and what is it that you're doing now? Well, it's kind of a calling. So I had this big calling to go to a sled dog trip and it was so out of my comfort zone and went 10 days in the wilderness and outward bound in January. And And what was that calling? Can you describe what that? Yeah. So I always, I've, since 2014, I've been taking care of retired sled dogs and felt like I was called to write a book about my sled dogs because they've helped me so much. Was it a but dream wanna, or was it no, a thought more, or what? It's more, more than that. It's just more that I didn't know the how or the what. I just knew that I was called to see what they did in their working life. And my daughter had done the trip and nobody else in my family thought I could pack it because it's really cold. And I'm a 23-year cancer survivor and I have severe nerve damage in my legs. And But I've come so far in the last 23 years. And when I accomplished that in January, I felt like I could do anything. And that was way out of my comfort zone. And I told everyone there that I was called to write a book. And so then I didn't take action until your retreat came up because initially I told Lori, you know, I'm babysitting my sister. I don't think I can come or, you know, my daughter, rather, I have a granddaughter that's almost two. 
And Lori's like, well, you have three months. So then I call my daughter and she said, so you, I guess, yeah, you, you didn't just hop on board. You did say that when I first reached out to you. But after that, you were like, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, but it was that my family all insisted. They said, wow, what an opportunity. Lori's made such a difference in your life and you got to go. So and then everything fell into place. Once I committed, I you know, got a ticket to go. And then Lori texted me and then. I had just enough time because I actually canceled the ticket and then I had time to re-cancel it again. And because I just kept thinking, I'm not supposed to fly in this airport. So that's another thing Lori's taught me. I do have a lot of intuition, but sometimes I don't always trust it. So in this activity, in the retreat, we had a these little heart stones. This one's like a brown one. And they were in an envelope and we had to guess the color. And both times I guessed the right color the first time, but I didn't trust my intuition. And so I wrote down different colors than what I knew the color was. So it's a lot about trusting your intuition. And then I went, so the next step was after her retreat is I signed up to do this conference. And at first I thought, oh, I can't do this. I'm just getting back to Sedona. I don't have time. And it was called the Leave 2023. It's in writing, an author's conference. Yeah. Yeah. And my husband kept saying, well, you have to fly. And I thought all along I'm supposed to drive. I don't know why. And I even told Laura, I really think I can drive. Well, I get to my flight and it gets canceled and I get to drive anyways. Everything was canceled. Were you sitting on the plane actually? I sat for an hour on the plane. (laughs) You had to deboard. Yeah. And then when we got off, I sat in a long line and she's like, well, I can get you to Atlanta and maybe get you there at eight at night. So no, I'm supposed to drive. I'll get there at one o'clock. And then Isn't that afternoon. crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. It only took me, I got there at one instead of eight at night by driving. So, and it was like a little over five hours. It was very doable. <laughs> so, but yeah, so sometimes we get these messages, but we don't always listen. And I, so I sit a lot of time in silence and I try to be that observer you've talked about in the retreat and you try to get outside of your chatter box that we have that monkey mind and you know don't let it take over because it can like yesterday for instance I was taking my husband to work and it was so foggy and I had almost a panic attack I got lost going out of the landfill and I just I froze. I was like going down some road. It was around these ponds. It was so foggy. I could barely see. And I always tell myself, oh, I'm so bad at backing up. I can't do it. I, you know, I suck at driving. These are the thoughts I tell myself. Well, I had to do it or I'd be in a ditch in the mud or stuck in the pond if I didn't do it just perfectly. So then I changed my thoughts right then and there. And I said, okay, I got this. Lori just taught me this. I am the best driver. I can use my backup camera. I can do this. I got this. I believe I can back out perfectly. And just very slowly after I changed those mindset thoughts, I did it perfectly. And then I turned around and then I went up, still got lost, was going down some steep road and gravel. And I kept calling my husband and he wasn't answering the phone. And I was like, where is he? You know. And then I was like, okay, well, I know I'm going the wrong way. I put my GPS on and, but you just fear so fearful. I'm sitting literally in the fog. So then I turn around and I'm going up and I'm like, oh God, just send me somebody to help me find my way. And there was two guys that were working 
And the one guy said, oh, I'll drive you back so you can, because you couldn't see anything. It was so foggy. And he's, oh, I'm so sorry that you got lost. And then I finally got a hold of my husband. I said, don't worry. I tried to call you because I was lost, but I figured it out. And but I got to yoga class and my heart was still beating. And I'm like, everyone's, how are you? And I'm like, yeah, but it just, it hit your body. It hits your mind. And you're just like, wow. So just, and then I journaled about just being lost and in the fog and, and yeah. And so one of my things I got from your retreat was clarity and clear. And it was so funny because I went the next day I was doing the wordle of the day and the word was clear. And I was like, so I'm getting clear action, clear intentions, and I'm acting on it. But it's, and so this doing this writing is way out of my comfort zone, but I'm finally doing it every day. I'm just putting the timer on for 20 minutes. And sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but I'm writing every day. And I'm like, just writing anything that comes to mind. Like my first entry was about pickles. And I was laughing hysterically because I was thinking my niece's daughter, she's almost three, she calls her mermaid Pickles. And she was laughing about the name. And I found out that Cleopatra used Pickles for beauty. And so Pickles is the name of her mermaid and she wants to be the most beautiful mermaid at the sea. And she loves Pickles. So, I mean, I'm just like, I so, don't it's know. Okay. Pickles is an anti-aging technique. I have Pickles okay. in my refrigerator. Should I like <laughs> lay them on my face? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm learning so something here. Saying. I don't know where my writing's going, but I'm just like <laughs> writing about anything. I love that. And that's what I think people don't write because they they think they have to have a thought and then you can just start writing. So can you give a good, I like, how did you get the idea of pickles? It was it just like, oh, pickles came up in my head. Well, I was thinking about being with children because I'm trying to write children's stories and get down to their level. And so I, the first thing I thought of was when I was in the pool with Margaret and she's almost three, what were some of the conversations we had and Got let it. me get into her world. And so just by trying to get in a child's mind, then I remembered that we laughed so hard about that name pickles. And so I wrote about it. So, yeah, so I don't know. I think the story is just going to unfold. I have no clue wh what book I'm going to hold up in a year, but it's a year program and it's scary. It was like $10,000 to invest in myself. And it's, it's scary when you go out of your comfort zone to, you know, invest in you. And, yeah. but I know this is what I need. So, well, it's, I, th it's, and I think it's in my husband. Yeah, I think you have proof of we met three years ago. A lot has happened with you and with your mindset in three years. And so that investment, I mean, I think you really truly believe that investment is going to pay off for you. Yeah. And then they actually added a ticket to go back to believe this was her first conference ever. She's going to because of COVID and everything. She's never done one. And it's Miriam Laundry. She does a publishing and she's one that really believes and she affected as a world's Guinness record affected a hundred thousand people with her first book about. Oh, wow. Her. So yeah, she, so. it sounds like the, what you invested in is she's going to really take you through the whole process and help mm -hmm. you. Yeah. So yeah. that's super valuable. That's so cool. So yes, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, you did it. You just, went to this unknown place, met these new, now you have these new friends who are authors, you're, you're building that circle connection is another thing 
one of the, the the things that I found just how valuable connecting with other people, but not just other people for the sake of being around other humans, but being around the right kind of humans, the humans that are going to make you expand, the, the humans that make you feel like you belong, the humans that I say are on a personal growth kind of journey because you don't want to be around people that just want to stay stagnant and complain, right? Yeah. And that was something else I got from your retreat. We had the sound healing and I just realized during that healing, she was singing songs of my teacher, Lilia's Fullen. She's been my mentor since I was 25. She's world renowned as a yoga teacher. And you might have seen Lilia's yoga and you. And then I was just thinking of all the mentors I've had in my life and and that we do have so much support in our lives. And we sometimes forget that. But I've been so blessed. She's still a huge mentor. She's in her uh, mid-80s now. And she never forgets. She calls me every year on my birthday. And she, you know, we get together for lunch sometimes. And like last, the last time we had lunch, she said, I want a table of six. So I called six people and they were all available for Lilius. So yeah, so it just it's just uh, magical having these like mentors in my life and yeah, and so the right people and then realizing in this new course that I have a lot of mentors that have all been in my shoes a year ago and now have all published books in their hands. So I could visualize. So I find I'm doing a lot more visualization. Yeah. And you know and that's been huge, you know, just actually switching out my vision board because I have new visions now. So, yeah. So, so, so yeah. What well, in terms of, and I think you were a really good example at the retreat because one of the things that you do a lot of, and we did in the retreat, or at least I asked people to do, I'm not, I didn't go home with them and, and check their homework, but was how to, create an environment. When you go on a retreat, an environment's created for you, which is why retreats are really successful, is there's this environment, you're away from the hustle bustle of your regular life, and you're in this bubble, and it's easier to get with the activities that are presented to you. And usually the content is aligned with that, or at least this kind of retreat that I did for these downloads that I call them, these messages from your higher self, from your soul, from your authentic self, your the real you, as I say. And that's why I'm wearing this hat, happy being me. So yes, you get these when you're in this contentment, no pressures kind of bubble, and you can really sit with your thoughts you are really truly you and you can be in that energetic field of happiness, deep happiness when you don't have all this like other stuff going on. And so creating that environment, you can get it, you can do it in a retreat, but how do you do it when you're just by yourself? How do you do it when you're out there in the world and you got a busy job and you got a husband to please and you got kids that are in grandkids and like parents to take care of and all that. So, and I think you do such a great job of it. So explain how you do that. How do you keep doing that? And when you were so (laughs) depressed and you didn't do it at all before. So I journal 
that's something I do. And I didn't used to, but I journal at least 10 to, you know, sometimes longer every day. And, and I get so many like things that come to me, like even on your retreat, like you had a thing where we looked at one of our repetitive negative memories and we threw it into the abyss. And I thought it was interesting because I have a twin sister and I have a lot of self-judgment. And so mine was judgment, but I think I'm always comparing myself to my twin. And I've really come really close to her in the last, really, since I've met you, I didn't really have that close of relationship, but I've really come to embrace her. She's completely different than I am, but it doesn't matter. And, but, and her husband's very controlling, but I, you know, I'm embracing him now and I'm seeing all the good. I'm not looking for anything like that's negative. I'm only thinking of the good now. And it's just changed my world about, you know, being more positive. But I loved when we took that rock, we wrote down whatever it was, and we threw it into the abyss. And I keep having dreams of that release from letting that go in my life. And that was so much more powerful. You had a lot of like things like you planned, but like symbols that you really helped us. And that was huge for that, for some reason, reset my mindset as well. And then the pendulum thing, I thought that was so interesting because I, this is kind of silly. When I went to this believe, I didn't know which dress to wear. And I felt like I had to wear this one dress. I had already packed it and I had packed some shoes and then I used the pendulum and, and then I went to go get a massage. And I was thinking, I really was thinking of a friend that recently passed and she is was only 60. She had died of alcoholism. Her name's Jean. And I talked to her brother. I also want to write a story about kindness because she had a legacy of kindness. And anyways, I wore this dress at her funeral. And so at the massage, I mentioned that I was thinking of her and I signed up the course, you know, for the writing the day after she died. Cause I, she, I just want to do this now while I'm still alive and it's on my heart. I need to do this. And so anyways, at the funeral, imagine was the, the song that came on from John Lennon. And that song came on at the end of my massage. And I'm like, Oh, I think Jean wants me to wear that dress. I wore at her funeral. And then I went home with the pendulum and it was resounding. Yes, yes, yes. Wear this dress and oh, wow. no, get out of your dress out. And, but it was just like another, you know, tool that you gave us to really listen to our intuition. Yeah. And then I felt so great wearing that dress. At, we had like a little party at the end, but just even like little things like that, like I just, it really was really, it was fun, you know, when you taught us how to use it. But I didn't know how much I would really enjoy it. It's like all the things you did on the retreat were very meaningful. And I really um, benefited. And so now what I'm also doing yesterday, my book came, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I even have a journal that I just got to go with it. And I am so excited to like actually read the book and put more action steps in to what you were teaching because mm -hmm. your teaching was so like extensive and you're like hitting quantum physics and things that were way over ahead, but you like, you brought it down so we could understand it. And it was just, it, there's so much that you packed in those couple of days and I'm still unwinding from it all. So, but it's, uh, uh, yeah, I'm laughing. So it yeah. I'm yeah. laughing because one of the people there made a comment about that 
me being a scientist. And I had said in the morning of the first day, by the way, I'm not a scientist. I must have mumbled not because she got the impression I was. And I said, no, I was an English major. I am the furthest thing from a scientist. So I love that book because it really dumbed it down and it like gave a lot of images or pictures. And, you know, the, Laura brings up this book and said that was a thing that to me that was a download in a sense because I was going to teach some stuff and we were going to get go deep on some of the stuff that I do in the in the second half spark school because I know it's really profound because I some of that stuff I've done in other retreats and I've put it in the program but when I read that I ordered that book and I read it and I, I was reading it and I was like oh my gosh this is what I need to do at the retreat I need to like this is really everyone needs to know this I mean, this needs to be taught to kids in elementary school. And I just wanted to share that. And so, yeah, uh, I'll I'll put the link to the book in the show notes. But I asked everybody at the retreat to order the book and read it because obviously I could only touch the surface of some of the stuff that was in the book. But it was and I so I was putting the content together still I had to like on Friday, I was like, you guys, I got to go back to my bedroom and work on the presentation for tomorrow. And then at the end of day one, I was like, I got to do some more to my presentation for tomorrow. But it turned out, I mean, I went with my gut on that, just like you're saying you do so much. And I just wasn't never worried or stressed that it wouldn't be ready. I was never worried that the whatever I needed to teach wouldn't be there. And so, yeah, I think, but getting back to the tip that I shared about creating an environment for the downloads and the breakthroughs you'll get is to find, there's many ways we can create that, but it all starts with silence really to get away from, to carve out time. And what Laura does is journaling and it's really a great thing to do. And she was such a great example because I think just by her presence and her modeling of what she does and how she just spends a lot of time sitting down and reflecting. I think that was really inspiring to the other people to see, oh gosh, it was proof of concept, right? It was proof that, oh my gosh, if I sit and journal, I can be as like a happy little butterfly as Laura is. And, And so I love that. So creating that and a lot of the tools are available, you know, just meditation, like she said, uh, sound I also healing. get out in nature every day. Yeah, nature. Dog. Excellent. But it's you have to do these solo activities. You are not going to hear what you need to hear if you're around a lot of noise. And speaking of that, guess what? So coming away from the retreat, and I'm getting ready to do a free training and open the doors to the Spark School in the fall, and I haven't done the the opening since you were in the fall session three years ago. So I'm really excited to do a fall session and find some more Laura's that need a little help. But the free training I was going to do, I was going to do brand new free training or polish up some stuff that I've done more recently. But I realized, and when I got back and I was talking to my, my right-hand person, my project manager person, and he was sharing, you know, he, he says, you know, we don't have a lot of time before you want to get this training done. And 
I'm not sure we can get it all done if you're doing something new because he knows I take more time than I think I'm, I'm going to need. And so I had this huge message that you need to do the same training that Laura and some of the people, not, well, you had a different one. You had the challenge. And I, and right after your group, I changed it. Most of the people that were at the retreat that have had really great transformations, like Denise, huge transformation, mm -hmm. they all went through the Ignite Your Second Half Soul training. It was that video series I did. And so I just had this huge aha that I just need to do that again. I need to do that That's training awesome. again. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And it, and I like that group it was so interactive as well. Yeah. And I think yeah. they Yeah, with the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. So they were very engaged yeah. in the yeah. Facebook group. And if you don't have Facebook and you're like intrigued with this training, uh, you don't have the Facebook group. It's okay. We're going to put it on a website. The Facebook group is just if you really want to interact with other people. And, and I'll be giving prizes too for those people that do the assignments. So, but all that will be in the Facebook group. But yeah, you can still get all the benefits of the training by if you don't want to, if you don't like Facebook. But yeah, so I was so excited and I went back last weekend and went through all the videos and I was just like, oh my gosh, why didn't I keep doing this? It's <laughs> like, this is so good. This is very little that needs to be tweaked in it. And so, so it has a lot of value that some of what we're talking about. There's a whole video um, about the benefits of silence. And so, yeah, and, but there's, they're in little nuggets of, there's not like two, a two hour video. It's like little short 15 minute, 20 minute videos that I'm going to release all at once. So it's, I, I thought it's like a net, my Netflix series, although it's not on Netflix, coming to a, a laptop it, or it. a telephone near you. Yeah. So anyways, that was a, an idea that I had because of the women there that have had such profound changes since they took that training, that training was the in, instigator. That that training yeah. was the micro action that mm -hmm. they took. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, I just love that also saying about how when you find your purpose and your passion, it's such your soul on fire. And that's how I felt when I left a retreat is I just have this new passion and purpose and I just feel like I'm walking into this and it's sometimes scary, but I, every step of the way I'm getting mentors and help along the way. And so, yeah, so it, it was interesting that, but I'm feeling into like when I was in the fog and just whatever you're experiencing, whatever emotion, I always try to look at it and say, why am I feeling this? Mm. And then I say, it's okay. And I'm trying to be more compassionate with myself and more loving and say, you know, it's okay that you feel this way. It's okay. And then just by feeling okay, it's okay, I can move out of that. And and I love that we can keep changing like that feeling of loss to like clarity and then the fog lifted. And then it was everything, you know, was easy to find my way the rest of the day. But I'm just saying in life in general, you know, you can you just embrace like you're sipping tea, whatever emotion you're experiencing, and then, you know, sit with it and don't try to like, it's there, you know, accept it. And then, but you can with your mind to change it. And I always like to think of opposites. So like I had a lot of fear and then I was just got a, a lot of freedom and, and, and got clear about what I had to do to get out of that situation. But it's, that happens all the time. Like whatever we're facing, 
if we're just really just sitting with it, an answer will come when we observe our thoughts and our and we get like outside of that mo- monkey mind and just really just quiet, the answer will come. Yeah. And like you said, journaling and just mm-hmm. if you're feeling the feels, then start writing how you're feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can create, like you said, the opposite. What came to mind when you said that was put on a brave vest, like visualize, you know, you may not have, a. I mean, just this is all in your mind, right? You can create this vision in your mind and it can be as believable as the physical reality of it. And so you just put on your brave vest and then how does that make you feel? And yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that's really cool. I remember also sharing how I survived cancer. It was uterine. It went up behind the heart and I didn't know if I was going to live when I was 40. My kids were six and nine and you said that was my superpower once. And so it's like your brave vest or your superpower. And I had an experience where I was surrounded by butterflies and my son. Yeah. Well, that's in another, we can, they can link up to that episode and hear that story. Cause that's a great story. The thing I want to ask you now is, cause I know you, we talk a lot and we could go on forever. <laughs> you and I were like that. All right. This my, I'm wearing a hat, by the way. So those of you who are on my YouTube channel, it says happy being me. And I gave everybody one of these hats. You can make these hats on Amazon. I'm going to put it in my newsletter. I, I am so excited because you can, they're, they're great hats, but you can say whatever you want on a hat. And I, so I wanted to, everybody to wear a hat and I wanted them to feel like, I just wanted them to feel the feeling that if when they're there, well, wait, before I say that, let me ask you, Laura, when you got this hat, what did you think it meant? What did it mean to you? I don't well, want to I put really, words in your mouth. Yeah, what? Okay. Now, I just loved happy being me because I think that's part of our mindset too. And when I first met you, I didn't love myself and didn't believe in myself. And so happy being me is embracing all the gifts that are like hidden treasures inside of me that I'm finally seeing the true me and and then connecting with these gifts to share with the, the world and others. It's helping me realize a greater vision for myself and belief in myself. And just, so I really loved your hat. <laughs> I thought it was like so perfect for the retreat because we're talking about a new version of our, ourselves and just really being happy with who we are and that energy because we're all energy. And when we're focusing on all these good things in our life, we're going to see more fruits of that, more goodness will keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I, I had that. What? We never did tell you. We, the cat came out of the bag when I first met your husband. We oh, yeah. <laughs> that we were going to go on a retreat to Thailand. And then he's, oh, really? Yeah. So, so then. Okay. Let me back. I want to tell a story because my, my version. So I went on this amazing retreat to Greece and I loved it so much. It was a yoga retreat. And I, right before I went on, my retreat, I saw that she's doing a retreat in Thailand. And I wanted so bad to go on that retreat. But I was thinking, I can't really afford it. And I want to do this retreat. I want to do another retreat. And uh, my retreat wasn't profitable because it's for my students. And that's a part of the, the package they buy into. So anyways, 
I want to go on this retreat. And I told Laura about it. And she was like, I want to go too. Let's go on the retreat. And so that's what we had this idea that we would go on this retreat together. So it was just a thought I put out there and a desire I put out there. And then when I got to Sedona, where all the magic happens, by the way, because it's a vortex and you get everything you want as long as you put it out there. And so the day we, we had a setup day where we're like doing a test hike and we're doing this and that. I get an email from Beachbody. I used to be a Beachbody coach. I don't work the business anymore. I just use the workouts and drink the Shakeology because I like it and I get the discount. So I still get some residuals coming in, but I don't really pay attention to it. So I get this email from Beachbody and Beachbody says, hey, we've been withholding your commissions because there's a video that's not compliant because it's seven years old and I don't even know what it said, uh, but it's not lining up with the Beachbody of today. And so they said, if you take the video down, we'll release your commissions. And I'm like, ooh, uh, maybe that'll pay for the retreat and we can go on the retreat. So that was what I had in my mind. And so then I deleted the video. The next day she gets, I get an email and I said, well, how much is the commission that you've been withholding? And you, sit down because you're going to die. This is goes to show you, you have no idea where money will come from. Just say what you want to the universe and the universe will find it for you and deliver it. $15,000 people, 15 friggin' thousand dollars. So, so I said to Laura, I'm going on that retreat. And then Laura said, yeah, let's go on that retreat. We went on the retreat. We've signed up for our Thailand retreat, which is going to happen in March. And we signed up before we left the retreat. So then, you, Laura, you can take it from here. Laura, I wasn't going to tell my husband until I got home. <laughs> it was just funny because he went to bed that night. And he's so Laurie, I hear you want to go to Thailand. <laughs> So I kind of let the cat out of the bay and yeah, and then, yeah, it was just funny. I talked to my husband and he's, well, and then when I signed up, he's, well, I thought you already told me you were going, you know, like, he's like yeah, yeah. He's really she was funny. so excited when she, I don't know what I was doing when I got home unpacking or something and she was in the other room and I heard them chit-chatting and I was like, they're just chit-chatting and then he comes into bed and he's, oh, I, I hear you're going to Thailand and I'm like, I didn't tell Laura not to say anything. So I, I and it was fine. He was happy because I told him I got $15,000. So yeah. So that was pretty I know. crazy. And then you also got more money back off your Airbnb. I know. I know. So I constantly I, yeah. 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 I had sent them a message like three weeks earlier asking for a discount because I saw it cheaper on the site. But I know that they adjust prices all the time. And the closer you get to the dates, they drop it because it's closer. But I thought I'd just ask the question. And she didn't answer. So I thought, oh, well, that didn't work and forgot about it. It, it was probably within 30 minutes of me getting the message from the Beachbody person that I get another message from the Airbnb. And she's like, we just credited your account $400. And I'm like, it was amazing. I know all that money just out of nowhere showed up. So yeah, yeah. So that was really a great example. And there were other downloads, which was great, but I, I really did. And thank you for coming on and sharing your transformation, your updated transfer, transformation and, and really what works for you because you are such a shining light. You are a 
true light that shines brightly. And I think when you get into that energy, and again, we talked about this, but we are energetic. We are mostly energy, believe it or not. We look like we're all matter and physical, but we're read the breaking the habit of being you and you'll find out. But we're all energy and everything we see and touch and look at is energy. And, and it's a really wild, crazy idea because we spend so much time focused on the things in our life. And when you get in touch and project and vibrate positive energy, happy, a peaceful energy, and it's all controllable up in the head. That's why I think Laura's life is just unfolding in such a beautiful way with all these synchronicities, with all these opportunities and adventures that she goes on. We'll follow her on Facebook and you'll see every other week she's going somewhere <laughs> adventurous. So thank you for being here. Any last words that, you know, you're living a sparked second half. So I don't need to ask yeah. you how you exemplify yeah, it because. Just, um, yeah, just keep being more aware and observe what's going on in your life and be willing to take action. Like I'm actually going to Seattle on Friday with my husband because a friend of mine dreamed we came and she also wants to illustrate my book. She's already illustrated one. So I'm going to share thoughts and I already have my illustrator. She's a friend from college, a graphic designer. So I'm meeting with her in Seattle next week. So it's, and I'm going to be there on Friday. So it just, yeah. So just, you just don't know where life's going to take you and just trust the universe and trust that you got this and believe in yourself. And yeah, so it's, I'll have you back on when you get your book done. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. And I, you know, what I want to leave with is just a couple of things that might've gone right by you that Laura said that I think we don't do enough of, and I need to do more of this because honestly, I, sometimes I'm just like, just too not, I'm not focused on the synchronicity that it could provide, right? So the opportunity, just always think about whatever conversation you have, thinking about her switching seats. When somebody asked me to switch seats, I'm like, forget it. I got this seat. I booked it early. It's my seat. <laughs> you know, I don't want to switch seats. But, you know, is that moving the seat going to lead you to something? What is every opportunity that we're turning down that we don't even realize it for the opportunity that it potentially could lead us to, right? It's the simplest thing sometimes that we don't know, Not don't worry about the how, we try to control the how. So just the desire of what you want. And then when you get like a download, oh, you should go here, you should call this person, you should do something that doesn't sound like it will take you to that desire, it, it, it will be surprising. It will take you to the thing, the person, the idea. And, and that, that simple little thing is such a great example. Now you're going on a trip because you changed seats. Exactly. Yeah. But that's really good what you shared about just thinking about what do you want and keep asking yourself over and over, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And then really being clear on what you want and just letting it unfold. Mm -hmm. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I know we're, we're running along, but one of the, my students right now is really frustrated because she can't find what she wants. What would you suggest to her? Of course, I gave her some guidance, uh, but what would you suggest to her when somebody's really struggling? And I think a lot of us struggle with this is because I know I was like, I was clueless and I didn't start like it didn't start unfolding until until I started taking action. But how do you take action towards something to find it if you don't even know what that thing is? Well, you just have to love yourself where you're at and meet yourself where you are. And then to start creating that new what you what will life look like? if I believe this. And so just starting where you are, meeting yourself where you are, and then just giving yourself more love and compassion for where you are, and then allowing those things to unfold. As you know, you don't need to know the how or the why or what. It's just, you'll just start all of a sudden when you step out of that comfort zone of getting out of that and changing your idea it, those things will come to you that, that you don't even expect. And then when you step out, that teacher shows up or that person shows up and yeah. it's just it's a, a, a momentum will keep going. So just yeah. tell her to just love herself where she's at, but then to also realize she can get to a new place by just stepping out of that, that, that place and moving into a new place. At, and just like you said, that, one action you gave me just to ride my bike and meet my neighbors is sometimes you, you came up with that action. I just said, take an action. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's so just, just, one, just something different than you do. You don't do yeah. normally. Yeah. And so That's it so, just takes one step. Yeah. That, and it didn't make it like, okay, I'll just get on my bike. It's getting out of bed. It's getting on my bike and look where it led you. People think it's complicated and it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed our. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk to you. And yeah. So have fun in your next adventure in Seattle. And uh, yeah, we'll be planning our trip. We got to book our tickets to Thailand. Yeah. That's so and I got to practice <laughs> yoga because you t- you do yoga regularly. I don't. So I need to get back in my yoga shape. So all right. <laughs> Love you, girl. Love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.